everybody. It's me again, the HVAC expert, Rocky Hyde, coming to you today. Another podcast. I want to talk to you a little bit about employee ownership of a truck. What I mean by that is, when you're an employee in the HVACR industry, more likely your employer will give you a vehicle, a truck, van, car, it doesn't matter. When your employer gives you the keys to that vehicle, they are giving you temporary ownership according to employment status. What that means is that vehicle that they gave you the keys to is yours. As long as you're employed there and in good standing, that vehicle is yours. You get to drive that vehicle every day. Every day from job site to job site, back to the shop, wherever. Go get parts, it doesn't matter. Some of you guys are privileged enough to take the vehicle home, which is a real, really good privilege. Uh, that's a privilege that you really don't want to take for advantage of, uh, or for granted, for that matter. You know, uh, having a company vehicle is uh, really beneficial. I mean, it's a vehicle that carries all your parts and tools and accessories that you need to do your job, do your job efficiently. I want to talk to you about having that vehicle today, what you should do with that vehicle. When your employer gives you the keys to that vehicle. So on today's podcast, it's uh, uh, this podcast is entitled My Truck. <clears throat> so, you got a job, and once you signed up for that job, you've got sized up for uniforms, you filled out the papers, uh, this, that, and other. You're employed, and, and your boss man gives you the keys to a vehicle. And you go out there and you open the doors on the vehicle, whether it's brand new or used. Uh, if it's used, it'll have probably some used tools on it. And you'll use parts or some new parts or some old old new stock parts. If it's a new vehicle, it may have new parts. It may have old tools. It may have some new old stock parts. Who knows? But anyway, that vehicle's yours. When they hand you the keys, that vehicle's yours. So you need to take ownership of that vehicle. That means... You need to look out for that vehicle because that vehicle looks out for you. And that vehicle keeps you comfortable and it'll carry you a long ways from one job to another. So you really need to take care of that vehicle. So when you get that vehicle and you do an inventory of it or you have a new inventory on it, you need to go through the parts that are there. You know what parts you use. You know what parts you use most often, what tools you use most often. I highly suggest you put these tools and parts that you use on a daily basis in a ready, accessible location. What I mean by that is that uh, you shouldn't have to do any extra work. You shouldn't have to climb in the back of your van to get a tool that you use every day or climb in the back of your truck to get a part that you use every day. It should be right there readily accessible when you get out of that vehicle so you know basically just keep your vehicle stocked keep up with your stock and put your stock where you know it will be where you know it'll be and then and put your stock in an area that is readily accessible to according to how you use your stock and your tools 
look, let's face it, man. If you're in this trade, you may have 30 good years in this trade before your body starts really, really wearing down and coming apart on you. I mean, this is a hard industry. You need to take the easy method any way you can. That means the way you stock your truck, it needs to be easy and readily accessible. The way you put your ladders on your vehicle, they need to be easy and readily, readily, readily accessible according to how you use them. Now, as you grow in this industry and you learn more and you experience more, um, those preferences will change over time and you need to change your truck to reflect your experience and your preferences at that point in time. <clears throat> Can't stress it enough. You know, you need to look out for yourself and your health. And you need to look out for your employer and his vehicle that he has given you. You know how many miles are on that vehicle. You know what the tires look like, how the brakes feel. You know, your employer doesn't know this. He doesn't drive that vehicle. You do. You should keep up with the maintenance on it. If it needs oil change, get the oil change. If it needs tire rotation, get the tires rotated. If it needs new tires, hey, boss, I need new tires. You know, some companies do a lot of their maintenance in-house. Some companies contract it out. I've worked for companies that do both. And I always did my own maintenance on my vehicle because it was my vehicle. It was my truck. It was what I was granted with. You know, I cleared it with my boss man first, but, you know, hey, you mind if I change my own oil because I don't have a lot of downtime. So the only time I do have downtime is on the weekends, and I don't mind going out there spending 30 minutes to change the oil, you know, blow the air filter out or what have you, get an air filter. Uh, my employer always granted me with a credit card, and I could go buy my own oil and air filters and stuff like that, fluids, and keep my fluids up in my vehicle, keep the maintenance up, rotate my tires. I could do just about anything. I even done brakes. I put ball joints in my van one time. You know, I've done all that stuff. Uh, you know, I could do just about anything to a vehicle besides, you know, changing tires. Uh, I don't have the machine to uh, change tires and balance them, but you know, I have just about every other thing for auto mechanics. But some of you Texans, you know, are not that fortunate to have that stuff. But like I said, you know, I like being ready Monday morning. So Monday morning when I get up to go to work, I like to be ready. My vehicle be ready and we're ready to go. You know, that vehicle is yours, so you need to treat it like it's yours. You know, keep it clean. You know, judge the man by the van. That's what I always heard. Judge the man by the van. Keep it organized. Organization will keep you and save you money, save you time, and save you headache. I've had both. I've had an organized vehicle and I've had an unorganized vehicle. And when I had an unorganized vehicle, I didn't know if I had something on the truck. I always bought extra. And I ended up with a whole bunch of nothing. That's what I ended up with. What I mean by that is I ended up with a whole bunch of parts that I already had that were laying loose in the back of the van or the truck and got destroyed by other items like recovery cylinders falling on contactors and busting capacitors. We don't need that. Every dollar counts to your employer. That is his money. That is his truck. Those are his parts. We need to treat it as such. So, being a good employee means that you're responsible enough to look after your employer's vehicle. And if you're privileged enough to get a vehicle, 
take care of it. And if you're really privileged enough to take it home, wash it, do something. Take care of that vehicle. That vehicle takes care of you. You should take care of it. Now, should your employer pay for this stuff? Absolutely. Should your employer pay for your time? Absolutely. Will your employer pay for your time? I don't know. That's up to you and the an agreement you have with him or her. But to be a good employee is keep is keeping his truck, his tools in the best working order that you can. After all, just remember, you're just borrowing this stuff. It's not yours. You're borrowing. Would you like to borrow something from your neighbor and return it back in a broken condition? Or would you like your neighbor to do that to you? No. You wouldn't like that. So take the extra few minutes on the job, clean your tools, put them up, clean his tools, put them up, organize your vehicle, keep it clean, wash it every so often, you know, or have it washed, keep it looking good. You're driving down the road, you're driving around in a moving billboard, and that billboard represents your company, the company you work for, and people are watching. They know. When I want this guy at my house, you know, that's what this plant manager is saying to himself when he passes by that van and it's all nasty and muddy and dirty looking and ladders are tied up with Romex wire and got Panduit straps hanging up three foot in the air. When I want these guys to work at my house, he's saying no. And I probably wouldn't want them to come working in the plant that I manage either. So just keep them, keep them organized. And another thing about these ladders, you use a Panduit straps, that's a lot of money. Every time you take that ladder off, you're cutting that Panduit strap to get that ladder off. You know, that's a dollar. That's a dollar every time you cut one of those things. You're wasting a dollar of your employer's money. And, and, and people wonder why they're not getting raises. You know, people wonder why they're not getting new vehicles. Everybody else is getting a new vehicle but me. Well, how are you maintaining your vehicles that you're given now the responsibility are you responsible enough to take care of what you got if you can't take care of what you got why should i give you something new to tear up that's what your employer's thinking so take care of it cleanliness is next to godliness and uh you know people are watching you so <clears throat> That's about all I can say about my truck in this episode, but uh, keep it clean, keep it organized, keep it maintained. If you keep that vehicle clean and maintained and organized, it'll take care of you, I promise you. And I'll tell you another thing, we all know this, a dirty vehicle drives terrible, a clean vehicle drives new. Vehicles, they have a personality. You keep it clean, it'll drive like a brand new one. I don't know if it's just you know, us and the way we pay attention to things after something's been cleaned, it seems to drive better versus something that's old and wore out and ragged out and nasty. Or maybe it's just, uh, I don't know. But uh, yeah, just keep it clean. So my biggest tip for all you technicians out there, and I've seen some that are pretty bad when they show up at the customer's place and they open the door and drink bottles and snuff cans and cigarette packs and all that start falling out in the parking lot but it's not real professional you know that's not professional at all 
So guys, wear your uniforms, tuck them in, you know, shine your boots. It's another thing too, most technicians don't ever do. Take and clean your boots, throw some Vaseline on an old rag and wipe it on your boots, shine them up. You know, you know appearance is everything. You are a representative of your company. You are representing your employer you are responsible for the privileges that are granted to you. Today is, today is 2018. I've been doing this stuff for 20 plus years now. And it hadn't got any better. I'm seeing companies right now that are giving incentives to clean the trucks that they give you. Like, the cleanest truck of this month will get a meal card and a dinner show for him and his wife. Well, I mean, that's great that we are promoting that our employers take care of our stuff for us. And having, you know, heavy competition and all, all trying to win things that, you know, it, but it's sad, too, that our morals have got to that point where we don't respect our employer enough to take care of what he's provided for us. You know, I've always been like this. If you take care of your employer, he will take care of you. In any place that I've ever worked, I went in with that mentality, and I've kept my vehicle clean and organized, and I took care of my employer. My employer always took care of me. I never had to worry about paying a bill. I never had to worry about a sickness in my family. I remember one time my boss, he appreciated everything that I did so much, taking care of his business and taking care of his vehicle that he provided me with tools and keeping everything clean and organized. He appreciated what I did so much on my own time that at Christmas time, I know the other employees, they got $500, $1,000 bonus. And I probably shouldn't say this, but this has been 12, 15 years ago. I remember the owner of the company came up to me and handed me $4,000 cash. And I was the only employee that got $4,000 cash at that company. And I didn't ask for it. Did I want it? Yeah, I wanted it. But I didn't ask for it. And I didn't anticipate or expect getting any kind of Christmas bonus, whether it was 500 or 1000 I'm not there working for bonuses and benefits. I'm there, to, I'm there to provide for my family the best way that I can. I took this job. I accepted, I accepted the labor rate that he was giving me. I accepted the employment status that he gave me. I treated the privileges he gave me as if they were my own. That truck was mine. I took care of it like it was mine. These jobs I went to were mine. I took care of each and every piece of equipment I touched with my hands like it was mine. It was mine in my house. I treated everything like that. You know, I went, I did more than most. I'm not going to say I did more than all, but I did more than most. And I gave 110%. And because of that, I'm here to tell you, my boss gave me $4,000 cash. I'll never forget that. It was the biggest bonus I ever had, and he pulled it out of his pocket and handed it to me and told me, Merry Christmas. He pulled me to the side, didn't do it in front of anybody, 
he pulled me to the side and gave it to me. Now, I might say I'm the only one who got the 4,000. As far as I know, I am, because I hadn't heard otherwise. But uh, I kind of doubt that anybody else got that much. I really do kind of doubt that. And I will tell you this much. I was the only technician that did my own maintenance on my vehicle. <clears throat> I was the only technician that didn't show up to the shop every morning and sit there and shoot the bull. I was I was on the job at 8 o'clock, not at the shop or at the supply house. I already had my ducks in a row. I had my parts. I had my work tickets. I had my vehicle in good running order. I was at the job Monday morning at 8 o'clock working. I wasn't wasting time. I never did that. And the only time I ever did really go to the shop would be around lunchtime to do something, drop something off, or at the end of the day. But I never, ever went to the shop first thing in the morning. I, everybody else went there and visited and BS. I didn't go. I didn't participate in that. You may call me stuck up, whatever. I'm not, I'm not hired or paid to sit down in the shop and BS with everybody. I'm hired to do a job. Just like you're hired to do a job. Now, I'm not condemning you for going to the shop and BS. I'm not condemning you for any of these other things like not taking care of your vehicle or you can't change your own oil or what have you. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is if you be the best at what you can be, you're going to be the best at what you are. So take care of that vehicle. Do your job. Remember, he's paying you by the hour. And every minute counts. So, there you go, guys. It's your truck. It's your truck. And this has been another HVAC Expert podcast titled My Truck. Hope you guys enjoyed. Hope it helps you. Y'all have a blessed day.